0: Hi, welcome to the Beyond Athens podcast. We're back. We are back. We're back, and it's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've been on the podcast it's and released an minutes. episode. Why is that, Owen? Why has it been a while?
1: Yeah, it's just been kind of chilling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, so Owen and I had we, we had our own individual endeavors. Um, he went out to go do summer sales for a little bit. I moved back to Tooele. <laughs> that wasn't the last the full summer. No, neither the of them. We no. failed. And, uh...
1: I failed worse than you, though. I failed pretty bad, everybody. I went out and... Well, actually, I don't really consider it a failure at all. Um, it was a nice little excursion to Florida I went on. And... On a little vacation. I was actually on the doors. I was selling, um... I was selling solar. I was on the doors for a total of two and a half days.
0: Two and a half days, really? (laughs) That is all. I knocked doors longer than that. Halfway,
1: halfway through my third day, I said, "Screw this! I'm going home. I don't want to be here. This is dumb." (laughs) Let's
0: actually talk about our experiences.
1: Yeah, you because, tried sales too.
0: Yeah, I went out to Houston to go visit my buddy, my boy, Cesar Ramos. Cesar. Love him. Shout I, out to him. He's talked great. I to him in forever. Um, but I went out to go try it for, it was supposed to be two weeks. It only ended up being a week. But it was a good experience. Learned a lot about sales. Learned about how to be successful in a sales-based industry and the biggest thing that they do is train their mentality. They train to be persistent and pretty much not care what the customer thinks. And if you get rejected, which you will, more times than not, you'll get rejected just to keep persevering and knocking. And how they kind of set that up is they tell you to find something called your why.
1: The why is like, just from like, I didn't have a why. I was like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go try. And that's, you know, when I was taken back to it, I'm like, why did I fail so fast? It's exactly, I didn't have that why. And the why has got to be money related or success related, right?
0: For knocking doors. For knocking doors,
1: yes. And... I didn't have that, you know. It's like I make fine money in my job right now. I liked my life back in Utah. I didn't have much of a push to be out there. So as soon as I realized that it sucked, which I should have known it would suck, knocking yeah. doors all day in the Florida sun is gonna suck. Getting 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 no in your face all the time. People say, "Get out of here!" I don't care. That's <laughs> I, I would have like I'd thought like, oh, it's just random people. Like I don't care what they think. It's like no, you start to care when it's like.
0: <laughs> it's, the thing it's, for me that was so tough was. I was really considering becoming a Tibetan monk. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was seriously considering that. And you one that... of the biggest things is you want to, like, spread love in the universe. Be nice. Be kind to everybody. Like, honesty is one of their biggest principles. And as soon as you go out on summer sales, you have to throw that away and not care what a single person thinks. And, and I mean... Yeah, you can still have the mindset of helping them with whatever product you are selling. Mm-hmm. But the pitch, I don't know how your guys' pitch was, but the pitch wasn't honest at all. No. Mine was... We were, we were door salesmen and... Our pitch was we'd go up and we'd tell them that we were the head of the marketing team. <laughs> the, the whole company a, uses this every, pitch, though. Every
1: single salesperson is, has just been promoted yeah, the head of marketing.
0: Yeah. They say, hi, I'm yeah. Jaden Park, the head of marketing, and really quick, so I don't waste your time. They all say that. I don't know if you noticed that. That's hilarious. Really quick, so I don't waste your time. My sales team is coming out in a couple of weeks, and we just need a, a host house to kind of perform and have a sign in their yard saying, hey, Brinks represents us because neighbors Brinks want. is a company. Right? right. Okay. That's a company I worked for. Neighbors want what neighbors have. So can we talk about having you be one of our host houses? And it's like, they're not a host house. They're just, you're just trying to get in the door. Like that's your number one go- goal is to get in the door. door. Dang. And as
1: soon as you Some get in the door, little it's pretty tactics easy. In order to,
0: but, I mean, I get it. I get why they have to be because, if you get a door-to-door salesman knocking on your door, you don't really want them. No, there.
1: it's it's pretty. Yeah, if you want success in that industry, it's it's pretty necessary. It's just turned out to be something that me and I'm guessing you didn't want to take part of. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, the money's nice. The, the potential to make a lot of money out there is is really good, but is it worth becoming the type of person you have to be to get that money?
1: Not in not in that way. I have. Me.
0: I did meet a couple sales reps that I really genuinely respected, but but most of them sales rep dude. they get a bad name, and when they come back from the summer, people change and you They're can tell they've the, changed all the same well, man
1: i just remember an experience i had and this goes past sales but we were just going i you know i just met these new people um in florida they were they were all sales guys at the company and oh and one was a girl um and we were going down to the beach and it was cool man the the beach in um fort myers um uh, was really pretty down there if you want to check that out it's like south uh southwestern florida um well, we were just driving like by the pier, kind of. Um, well, I don't know about the pier, but like, all, all the businesses were there, and there were a lot of people walking. And these these guys, these uh, these salesmen, they were the most judgmental, <laughs> like crap talking um, people I've ever met. Like they immediately put themselves above anyone that didn't look like they didn't have as much money, didn't look as attractive, didn't you know, like. Man, it was it was depra- any anything that was like particularly wrong with a person or that they would deem wrong, they would point it out. Uh, like, <laughs> it, it, it. I I told them like, why are you guys talking so much crap? What is the point? And I just kind of like got quiet in the back, you know.
0: Yeah. I think it's kind of instilled from how much they knock doors. One of one easy way to deal with rejection is put it back on the other person.
1: Dang, I didn't think about that
0: because I noticed that with going out like when i was shadowing someone they would knock a door and then oh yeah it's like oh why would i care what they think like i make more money than them even though i'm the one coming to them to knock on their door it's like i don't give a i don't give a rat's ass i make more money than you think about the guys that
1: get that get rejected by girls too you know, and they'll be like, "Ah, she was a bitch anyway." <laughs> ah, she's kind of fat, you know? Like, Bro, that like that's so that's a good often. point. I didn't think about that.
0: <laughs> and it's just a it's just a way to deal with rejection. I mean, you have to deal with it somehow. Mm-hmm. Probably right?
1: not the most positive way, but it is a way. It is a way.
0: Right, and and if you put it back on them, you don't take any responsibility yada 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 and you feel fine i mean you
1: you yeah you you're putting it back on them but you're also raising yourself above them theoretically right Right. and that's gonna make you feel better because you're like well they weren't worth my time anyway right
0: and i think that's more for emotional responses because i do know quite a few that will go out and they'll write down their objections i think it's actually recommended to write down every objection you get to learn huh but that's that's very uh Statistical versus emotional, and I think the emotional outlet is firing back at them, but the statistical outlet is writing it down, figuring out what you can do better to improve on your behalf. Sure, and then from that point, but you can't win them all. I mean, no. I think I was told, you knock a hundred doors, you get thirteen people to talk to you, and one sells.
1: One, one actual one of them goes through huh?
0: one out of 100 doors but that's for a different field it's for security over solar um and then pest control i don't know anything about that you probably know more about pest control than i do (laughs) i was gonna go out
1: with pest control to nashville but i bailed on that for this other opportunity to go to florida what was (coughs) nice about oh crap what was nice about going to florida was they flew me out there that was um, nice. so they paid for my flight they paid for my living um basically all i paid for was food while i was there um so that when i realized i didn't like it there wasn't much loss you know it's like okay flying back i lost four days five days did you stay in
0: a hotel or or would you <laughs> stay? No, in a,
1: an apartment they had it was oh, really nice. nice if i was not like doing sales would have loved it
0: there <laughs> yeah uh houston the crime rate is insane yeah houston's a rough place but i so. stayed with I stayed with uh, one of the sales reps and his mom. <laughs> oh, really? But his mom was the nicest lady. Her name's Miss Liz. Ms. And Liz. uh And her and I talked about Utah, and I was like, yeah, if yep. you ever... Sounds come... like a southern
1: name, Miss yeah, Liz. Yeah,
0: her, her name is Elizabeth. Um, but the south is weird, dude, with names. <laughs> they have hyphen names, like Marianne. Um, there's... I wish I had more on my mind, but when I lived in Mississippi, there's a lot that have hyphen names. Really? I feel like it's a Scotch-Irish thing. It, I,
1: I don't know. I, honestly... I know a lot of that population from, like, the British Isles, like the Scottish and Irish kind of went to the south and also the Appalachia area. And I think, you know, because they have those names like O. Oh, O'Reilly is what I'm thinking of. O'Reilly? That's the stupid... Yeah, but you know, you have O'Reilly. the O or the Mick. Auto parts. Mick <laughs> McCannigan or whatever. That's... Oh, McConaughey. McConaughey. He's from Texas. McCaffrey. Don't know who that is. DiCaprio. I think that's uh, probably more Italian. Have but... you
0: seen Django Unchained?
1: Um, also, D just means the. So that must be just the Caprio. But no, I haven't seen Django.
0: Are you oh yeah, no, no, no. I watched
1: it with you in high school. Oh, you watched it with me? Yeah. Oh, that was weird. Those
0: the the graphics are so strange when he was shooting people. We watched that on YouTube, did we? <laughs> it wasn't on Netflix back then. I remember the first time I watched it. I had to watch it on YouTube, and it was free on YouTube for some reason. So if I showed you in high school, we definitely watched it on YouTube. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Right on, man. But yeah, sales sales was cool. Me and Jaden learned some
1: valuable lessons from that kind of <laughs> <laughs> I learned that I will never be a salesman and that's that's really okay with me. But yeah, I mean there were some guys, there were some cool guys with like some serious drive that wanted to I mean yeah, uh, they they wanted to earn them. a lot
0: of money, which is, in itself is not a bad goal by any means. Yeah, but. not all of them were like that. There were there was quite a few that honestly, I think the few that weren't like that were more successful it
1: was the more successful ones that were
0: seemed to be more humble that figured that out yeah i, I mean they so. all make a lot of money anyway it's regardless true. but the ones that make a lot a lot of money are the other more humble ones
1: Hmm. agreed my friend
0: but do you think having an ego out there is gonna be more beneficial or less beneficial having an ego as in like a well, narcissistic sense. Yes.
1: Mm, yeah, I think you need to kind of be a bit and anything you're getting like constantly rejected. Like I I go back to this conversation I had with my dad, I remember, and just talking about being the president, which is different, but the president is getting constant rejection from people. You know, and in a way, constant ridicule. Yeah, exactly. Like berated all the time by the media and people and journalists and Everybody, <laughs> Congress, you know, um, you got to be sort of a narcissist, man. You got to have a massive ego. There's no way you could detach from that because when you – because people are affirming out there, you know, that you have an ego. They're, they're criticizing you. They're rejecting you. They're not rejecting some ethereal idea of you or some Buddhist sense of you. They're rejecting you, and they're making sure that they know it's you, you know. Yeah. So you got to, like, realize that you do have an ego, and you got to, like, fight that, I think you know yeah a fight I, I I mean that's what people are doing when they're talking down on other people right bringing themselves up because um, they're getting those rejections I think you got to be sort of a narcissist to get in a job where you're constantly getting rejected or ridiculed that's my I mean that that's my opinion I don't <laughs> yeah I
0: think a lot of people talk about ego as a bad thing like anytime anybody says anything about ego it's always you need to get that in check Keep your ego in check, as if it's bad. But nobody ever talks about the benefits of having an ego. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: One, you have the emotional feelings of an of an ego, because, like we said, it makes you feel good if you can fire back and and kind of say, "Oh yeah, like I'm I'm up here and you're down there," Mm -hmm. and like we talked about earlier that's how people deal with rejection and it has a lot to do with an ego but let's talk about getting what you want in life uh tons of money right i've been i've been reading two different books um the secret which talks about manifestation and surprisingly you have to it it kind of implies that you have an ego and then i am reading Think Like a Monk. I've been reading Think Like a Monk for a while. I cut I, I cut it off for a second to read The Secret because I was more intrigued by that. So and do you always just read one book at a time? Yeah, otherwise yeah. otherwise I get kind of controvers- controversial in my thoughts. Huh. Um it's kind of like that that recommendation that you only learn from one teacher instead of multiple teachers. I don't know if you've heard that or not. Learn like one subject from one teacher or just in general? Just, just in, uh, mostly like one subject. One of the recommendations is if you're going to listen to a, like a Instagram or social media influencer, only listen to one and only consume their that one person's content instead of getting an average because the way to success in one person's way is only going to be you're only going to be able to do it if you follow every step that they did versus if you try to Mm. implement a bunch of different people's
1: i suppose it's the easier way of doing it i i feel like it might be better in order to like kind of envelop multiple strategies and find out what works for you because you're ultimately you're in a different individual circumstance than that instagram right.
0: influencer is right but, but if you can construct your identity or or life in that particular way i think it would anyways that's off topic <laughs> back to the topic of think like a monk and the secret because think like a monk talks about getting rid of the ego being having and practicing detachment being able to not let anything affect you tibetan monk type stuff tibetan monk type (laughs) stuff jay shetty he was a tibetan monk and now he's a a speaker and honestly probably definitely a millionaire oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but he uh he's he's a motivational speaker and and does a lot of good things um if you don't follow him you should follow him but one way is kind of to become at peace and one way is kind of to get what you want and yeah so there's like radical acceptance or like ambition right and ego kind of comes with ambition if i'm being honest I think... Yeah, in order to have... Well, yeah, I mean, when you think
1: of your average Tibetan monk, like, they have become really accomplished in one thing, which is, like, letting go, right? Right. And maybe they also have some side hobbies, like studying Oriental literature and stuff like that, and, you know, meditating up on nice little gardens. Right. But, um really like they're not trying to make a ton of money they're not trying to sleep with tons of women they're not trying to you know write massive tomes and sell them to millions of people you know like they they kind of have just that one goal and that one goal was like acceptance with how i mean this is from my limited understanding but acceptance with how things are right and being able to be okay with existence as it is
0: acceptance is one of the biggest things and I think the reason that they value that and gratitude, but I think the reason that they value that so much is because a a big goal for all of them is to be as present as possible. And if you're as present as possible, you're not really thinking about the future a whole lot or or what you want. You're just thinking about how can I be more present right now? How can I be more grateful? Right now. Right, which is acceptance and peace. But... The secret is all about manifestation and manifesting what you want into your life. The secret's a book. The secret's a book. It's also a movie. Um, really? Yeah. Is it a novel? Uh, no. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about the movie. Um, but the book is not a novel. It's just a collection of people with doctorates and really smart people <laughs> teaching. Their little excerpts of manifestation and it's compiled into a book um, that Rhonda Barnes—I don't know how to say her last name—compiled, compiled, and pretty much teaches. And it, it has a lot of credibility because it has a lot of people in big, big, successful industries and who are really successful that can vouch for it and says it works. Um, and an ego is very prevalent in, in those so sure <laughs> do you want to talk about I mean what you're just saying the
1: secret is talking about manifestation mostly right do you want to talk about what
0: that is right so manifestation is, is law of attraction and how I would and law of attraction is kind of you get what you give pretty much mm-hmm. whatever frequency you omit into the world, you're going to get it back. Um, Kind of like how. Sounds like karma. It it is karma. Like your life's a reflection in in a way. And um, however much love you give into the world is going to come back to you, whether it's in a way you expect it or not. But manifestation is a three step process. And the first step is ask. Ask for what you want. Second step is believe. And then third step is receive, and the second step is kind of the most important. It's the it's the believe. action part. Right, I thought right. the second one was belief. It is, it is, but it's an action with belief mm. because it's so. This is mental clarity on what you want and saying this is happening. Like this is this is my reality. Now. So you can change what you believe, right? Which. Um, we I have we have an episode on the subconscious and, and belief systems a while back with um, my old roommate Dakota Olson if you guys want to go listen to that one if you haven't already but we talk about it pretty in depth and um, you can communicate to your subconscious through your through your conscious mind by um, by talking about it and, and like affirming that it's real hmm And I think it was 90 days for a conscious communication, 90 consistent days of a conscious communication to go into your subconscious. But the secret says that manifestation doesn't really have a timeline. So there's that variation, but I mean, it's, it's just going to be however fast you can believe it.
1: Huh. So, and so these are beliefs about things that you are able to do, and you can do, and want to do. Yeah, yeah. So give an example of something that could be manifested, and how that would go
0: about. Manifestation so can, can kind of—it can literally be anything. Um, and it—they have multiple examples of a lot of things. One was um, talking about, let's say, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars by the end of the year. You ask for it, you believe it then you receive it you don't exactly know how but that's not important the how is never important the why is important kind of like we were talking about earlier Uh, how is the how not important well i mean as soon as you start trying to plan the world's crazy chaos you never know what what might change um if you're starting to try to make a plan your plan is based on what you see or think or predict the world is gonna be like right now versus when you start actually putting action things change and then you have to adapt yeah don't change. you
1: want kind of a roadmap for what those actions will consist of like if you have no plan you could say my you know in order to be a what was it? in order to have a hundred grand I'm gonna go ride an elephant on Tuesday do somersaults down a hill on wednesday wait a couple weeks and then maybe i'll go swimming right you know like you need some type right. of plan <laughs> right
0: but have you ever heard the saying 200 feet at a time where you only worry about the next 200 feet versus okay so you're just saying no like don't make like, a grand big plan for the whole right endeavor. you can't but... you can't like not try to achieve it it's not how it works. You still have to put in effort but you have to worry about it 200 feet at a
1: time. Oh, but I was putting effort. It would not be easy to ride an
0: elephant on yeah. Tuesday. Just to... Instead of focusing about every single step, <laughs> the entire way to whatever your manifestation is, mm-hmm. focus on that next 200 feet. And then the next 200 feet after that. And, and then it's just kind of like a snowball. And you just get rolling and, and continue. But that's manifestation in a nutshell. Another one is there's manifestation that happens that some people would call coincidence um some people (laughs) right i mean you never know who you're talking to but that one is have you ever thought about somebody and then like later that week they call you or or you run into them
1: i have that would
0: be a big fat coincidence people call it coincidences (laughs) but (laughs) in the secret explains that those are manifestations whether you realize it or not it's just kind of interesting um but... we, me and
1: Jaden have talked about uh, manifestation before and right. I, I like it i think it's interesting but right. we, we do have our differences on on how like true it is to how the universe is actually like Programmed, Right? Right. And like, is there an actual force that's driving this success and manifestation? Well, I think and the like,
0: biggest question about your first step into believing in the manifestation is, do you think it's possible that your thoughts are connected to the universe? Are connected to the universe? Yeah. Because um, we know our thoughts are connected to our reality. But are they connected to the universe? As a whole...
1: Uh, that's just a weird question. I'm a, I know it's I'm a, a weird not a question. question. <laughs> I don't. Uh, my immediate answer would be no. Like we're right. biological entities, and our brains work because they've evolved in that way, and you know. Um, but that's how I just kind of like see things. You know, I'm not. Right. I haven't done any in depth thinking about that. And is there any way to know? Probably not. No, there's, I mean,
0: you, they, they recommend <laughs> the you trying it.
1: Any, you know, theory and philosophy, it's like, they're so interesting, right? But
0: I like the philosophies really that you can try for even, let's say a week, try it for a week and really try hard, really try to believe in whatever your manifestation is. And then let's say that week passes by. If it was in the back of your mind that like thoughts of doubts, then it's probably not going to come true but like really convince yourself to believe in whatever your manifestation and have it be present and then you'll then you'll have proof Boom. of whether or not okay and it's like it's a week you know it's not like something you have to commit to for forever it's si. just try it for a week see if it works
1: and yeah go from there oh yeah absolutely and um okay so Let's, real quick, why don't you... Well, we already kind of gave a recap on... Uh, we went over how manifestation works. Yeah. But um, to kind of finish up the podcast, I say we kind of discuss what our goals are for the for the podcast. And um, like, like 200 feet goals, you know? Maybe not like super long-term goals, but just enough to kind of push us through the next episodes. You know, what do we want to be... What are we doing here? Because when we first started it, like
0: what half a year ago has it really been that long it's either that or longer yeah well yeah um when we first started our goal was to get our message out and and pretty much be more strict and kind of i would say not really have fun with it but teach people what they need to hear
1: (laughs) what we think they need to hear yeah, but also I'm thinking like just about what we were talking about, right? Like we were kind of focusing on, on old philosophers and, and maybe some philosophies new philosophies too. Yeah, but I mean, I I kind of am thinking that we want to take it in a direction where we, we, we're taking philosophy, of course, and like I I'm, I'm gonna start reading up more on, on my favorite philosophers. Um, I'm reading this book called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, which is kind of this book on modern kind of philosophy and how we relate to the technological world around us. Um, at least so far, that's what it seems to be about. And then I also want to get more into reading Nietzsche and his, like, and, and and morality and how our modern systems of morality have come about. Right? But I also want to start talking more about life in general, you know? And, and kind of, like, how these things have applied to our lives and, and what's new and what's changed and making it more of a project, like a
0: like a public journal for us a public you know? journal that's exactly what i was thinking yeah that like, would that would be fun i, I will we'll take like thoughts that. and we'll take quotes we'll take excerpts
1: and books of and 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 discuss them but also like it's about us you know yeah versus us, we, me about and, philosophy so jaden just moved in here to we're based in utah for anyone who could
0: <laughs> yeah there's
1: anyone that doesn't know us that's listening to this like Wow. (laughs) Dope. (laughs) Maybe like five years down the line, right? Um, Honestly, if anyone that does know us listens to this, thank you, dope. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, that's awesome. Thank you, guys. I do appreciate um, it.
1: Yeah, Jaden just moved here to Orem, um, and I'm going to move in. We're we're in in this house right now, and I'm going to be moving in in like 20 days. And then we're going to have this whole year down here, you know? And so kind of just documenting our you know we're both in our early 20s i'm 20 jaden you're 21 right um, Yeah. It's stupid you can't yeah. get into bars everybody
0: and i'm a real estate agent so if you yeah. guys <laughs> and i'm a college st- i'm gonna i'm starting up college again um taking some philosophy classes <laughs> i'm not
1: taking any philosophy classes i, just, I should maybe should. next
0: semester i'm kind of busy hey taking... but you know the story about my philosophy class you never know you never know what you're gonna get with your teacher that's true
1: yeah <laughs> best to just go to the sources huh? just go right to the
0: books yeah read the books then you can interpret it for yourself you don't need some biased liberal teacher talking to you about <laughs> how <laughs> She's probably a feminist how, huh? how changing how changing her uh, definition of universal knowledge yeah versus yeah
1: so no. yeah I mean it's just gonna be about our lives mostly and then another big chunk is just talking smack on feminism yeah
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes all our female viewers. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Well, you no, know, nah, but I'm I sure mean, we'll find some things wrong with it. <laughs> we're we're definitely, we're definitely gonna talk about it. At yeah, least, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, times. like we can we can talk about. You things. you can take away you can take away everything, but I make a lot of jokes about that kind of stuff, about women. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, I mean... Me and Jin like women, guys. We both um are gay, but we still like
0: women. Yeah, but we have been reading up on the Rational male, so... <laughs> I mean... You, we're going to need to cut out the gay part. I don't know why I said did that. Did you say gay? I said gay, yeah. We both are
1: gay, but we like
0: women. <laughs> you said that? I'm not gay. I have a girlfriend currently.
1: I mean... Yes, I guess. I you get. also have a girlfriend currently. I do. She's great. I
0: don't like her. But you're gay. Yeah. I've been trying to tell her. Should I just? You already told her. <laughs> I already told her. <laughs> okay, we need to cut this edit out. <laughs> like... No, I like it. We're gonna leave it. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to the Beyond Athens podcast. Make sure to catch us next podcast us. episode. Yeah. Don't know what we're gonna be talking about, but Cue I'm the... sure it'll be interesting. Cue the. Thank dope. you. Cue the dope music.